Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensah Wood. Each and every one of us, this is not my message, but um, each and every one of us will stand by our own work. And so as a church, uh, you are given the opportunity for prayer, for evangelism, some get trained as cell leaders. Um, you have so many opportunities and the whole goal is that you become very well um, rounded and you have opportunities so that when ultimately we start, you stand before God, you have something to stand by. You can't just think about now. Galatians chapter 6, we'll get into the main lesson for today, but Galatians chapter 6, sometimes we have to... Um, go through some of these things so we get it. Galatians chapter 6 verse 4 he says that for if anyone thinks himself to be something when he is nothing he deceives himself but let each one examine his own work and then he will have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. For each one shall bear his own load everybody will bear his own load so he says you rejoice in your own work. You see, salvation is free, but when we get there, the crowns and the rewards, that's what you are working towards. And in, and in um, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 13, thank you, Lord. He says that each man's work will become clear. For the day will declare it, because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If each anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. The work that you have built is what you are going to receive a reward on. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss. But he himself will be saved yet as through fire. So, he's saying that anyone's work, everyone's, everyone's work will go through fire. Some of the work, in the prayer verses, he says that some of the work is, is precious stones in, in verse 12. He says, for no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, Precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear. So, gold, silver, and precious stones will survive the fire. The wood and hay and straw will not survive. So, he says that be very cautious, the foundation that you are building on. And everyone... If your work endures, then you will receive a reward. If you don't, your work doesn't endure and pass through the fire, you will have made it into heaven, but you will suffer loss. So we provide opportunities for us as a church and everybody to have the opportunity to work and do something for God so that on that day, you'll have something to stand by. I will stand by my, you will stand, everybody will stand by their work. 
You see, and harvest time, the busiest time of the year for, um, for, for, um, for farmers. The whole world is ripe. It's harvest time. And so you imagine when it's harvest time, farmers sit around and um, play chess. <laughs> and have fun while the harvest is out there. The harvest will go back. So harvest is harvest time. We have a, a great opportunity in our time to see many people come to the Lord. So that's why I keep presenting these opportunities for us, everybody, to be involved. You can be involved in your prayer, in your giving, in your time, in your talent, in your treasure. The goal is that when you get to heaven, you have something to stand by. Amen. If you notice, I'm very focused. Because I know I'm, this verse is before, it's, it's at the back of my mind. That's what I'm working towards. Praying, getting people saved, and, and, and being involved and doing the work of God. Everybody will have to stand by their own work. So the question is, what are you building towards? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Okay, that was just the appetizer. Let's rise to our feet. And pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's talk to the Lord and thank God for this morning. Let's thank God for bringing us into his presence, those here, those online. Let's thank God and give him the praise and the glory. Talk to the Lord in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank God for how far he's brought us in this year. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Talk to the Lord and say, Lord, speak to me as an individual. Minister to me, Lord, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Have your way in my life. Have your way in my life. Speak to me, Lord, and help me. To be a doer of the word of God. Lord, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, anyone discouraged, I pray, encourage them. Anyone of God sick, let them be healed. Anyone of God facing a major decision that needs wisdom, let wisdom be released today, Lord. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, for you are the lifter up of our heads. In Jesus' mighty name, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, everybody say amen. Say amen. Take your seats, please. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. My God. All right. So we've been studying along these lines. We're talking about all that is going on in the world, the economic crisis, the financial issues all going, going on in the world. And the key is to empower us to be able that no matter the seasons of life, we are able to thrive and to see God's goodness and his mercies 
in our lives. Amen. And I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, even as in the days of Noah, uh, the, the flood came on the earth, and Noah and his family survived and made it in, in, the, in the ark, I pray in the name of Jesus that no matter what goes on in the world, I pray that may your life be preserved in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. I said may your life be preserved in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We talked about the fact that the, the economic crisis and difficult times are not new in the world. Uh, and, and I mean, even in the days of Noah, with the flood that came on the earth, uh, they, they are, those things are not new. Farming is not new in the world. And God has given us a way uh, that we can make it in times of difficulties. And we talked about the fact that uh, tithes and offering and giving is a way that God has provided uh, for us to be able to escape some of the things that come up in the world. And you notice that when Noah came out of the ark, God made a covenant with Noah in Genesis chapter 8. Let's go there. Genesis chapter 8. Genesis chapter 8, verse 21. He says, they came out of the ark. The Bible says that in Genesis 8, 21, And the Lord smelled a soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in his heart, I will never again cast the ground for man's sake, although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth nor will i again destroy every living thing as i have done so there's not going to be a flood that is going to destroy everything on the whole earth what that means is that there's not going to be a situation in the earth that is going to affect everybody everybody can determine uh, their place in the covenant and where they stand and so he says, he goes on to say in Genesis 8.22, he says, While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat and winter and summer and day and night shall not cease. That covenant is in place. Everybody can determine their place and their relationship to, the, to that covenant. Now, there are so many ways. Last week, we look at the woman of Zarephath. How, when Elijah came, her response. She, there, was, there was farming going on, but she chose her response. And when she did, she and her whole family made it through that time. And in the name of Jesus, as you cooperate with God in this season, I see you and your family making it through this time and beyond in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And so, uh, with the time that we have, you see that there are reasons why God blesses. That number one, he does, he blesses to validate the covenant. God blesses to validate the covenant. And then two, uh, to meet our needs. And then three, um, God wants, you see, God wants you to enjoy life. He wants you to be blessed and to be a blessing. So, he so that we can also enjoy life. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 17 to 19. And then four, so that you can also be a blessing. God wants you to be blessed so that you can be a blessing. Amen. That is the plan and the purpose of God. And the other things along those lines, but with the time that we have today, let's, let's look at how God blesses. 
how God blesses. One of the ways that God blesses us is through divine leading or through divine guidance. It's in the midst of a crisis, like I was talking about last week, it's easy to make panic decisions. But God desires to lead and to guide each and every one of us. Notice in Isaiah chapter 48, thank you Lord, Isaiah 48, verse 17. He says, thus says the Lord God, the Lord your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord your God who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way that you should go. I am the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you to profit and leads you by the way you should go. God desires to lead us and to guide us. And verse 21 says, and when, and he says that, and they did not test when he led them through the deserts. He caused the waters to, to flow from the rock for them. He also split the rock and the waters gushed out. You see, God desires to lead each and every one of us. Every single one of us, of his children. He says that he teaches you to profit. He leads you in the way that you should go. And when he led... The people of Israel, they did not test throughout to the wilderness. He caused waters to flow for, from the rock for them. He also split the rock and the waters gushed out. The wilderness is a dry place. The wilderness is a place uh, where nothing, you are, not, you are not supposed to make it there. But when he was leading the children of Israel, they did not test. When he was leading the children of Israel, uh, they were supplied and provided for. When God is leading you, no matter the crisis of the day, you will be able to make it. And in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I see you making it in Jesus' mighty name. If you are a student, he will show you the, the, what you are supposed to do, the courses you are even supposed to do. If you are a business person, he will show you what to do. If you need a job, he will, he will give you the right one for you. But he says he desires to lead you. That is how one of the ways that God uses to help us make it in times of difficulty, in times of crisis. You won't jump from one business to the other because someone said it's good. You will do what you are supposed to do because the Spirit of God is leading you. And in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, in this season, you will not miss your way in Jesus' name. I said you will not miss your way in Jesus' name. I said you will not miss your way in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Two, he provides or he blesses us through divine ideas someone say divine ideas. divine ideas notice 
in Genesis chapter 30. Genesis chapter 30. Thank you, Lord. Jacob had been working for, for Laban. And Laban kept doing dilly-dally with him and, and deceiving him. And so God gave him a dream and showed him what to do. He went to Laban and said, look, now I, I know what I'm going to do. You take all the speckled and spotted uh, animals from here. And so that in later times, this thing will answer for me. But the idea that he got from God is he was dealing with a very crooked person. <laughs> next, you say this, then the next time you say that. You say it, the next time you say that. What is going on here? By the time everything was said and done, the Bible says in Genesis 30, verse 43, it says, Thus the man became exceedingly prosperous, and he had large flocks, female and male servants, and camels and donkeys. The stronger animals now became his. You see, for someone who is blessed, you can't you can't cheat them for very long. No. Or put them in a the corner for very long. God will give that person a divine idea. And you see, so many times, uh, all throughout history, God has blessed his people with divine ideas. That has changed sometimes even the course of history. One person like that was um, Johannes Gutenberg. He was a German. And he invented a printing press. And when I saw this picture, I, I, it seemed like he was looking at me from heaven and winking and saying at me, keep preaching, keep preaching. <laughs> but he invented the printing press and used his invention to print the, the Gutenberg Bible. And when that came along, it's when the Bible started being printed and it got out to the masses. Look at him <laughs> in the 15th century. Where did he get it from? It came from God. When I go to heaven, I'll look for him. <laughs> Divine ideas. Another person is Michael Faraday. The father of electricity. Michael Faraday got to a place, at, at, at every, every place that he got to, the first thing that he will ask for and say is, where is the church? He will go into the house of the Lord. Where did he get all those ideas from? Electricity was here the whole time. Right now we're sitting here, we enjoy the lights and everything. An idea will be released to somebody in this season that will totally transform their lives. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Michael Faraday was an English person. And then there's another person George Washington Carver. He discovered 300 uses out of peanut 
just peanut. He was an African American. You see, this gospel is for the whole is for the whole world. Gutenberg was was a German. Faraday was was this. The gospel is for everybody. Notice what Job says in Job chapter twenty-eight, verse ten. Thank you, Lord. Job twenty-eight, verse ten. The Bible talking about wisdom, he makes this statement. He says, he cuts out channels in the rocks. And his eyes sees every precious thing. He cuts out channels in the rock. And his eyes sees every precious thing. Is someone who sees the rock and not see anything. And his eyes see every precious thing. God will open your eyes to see every opportunity in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So he blesses us with divine ideas. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Three. He blesses us through divine favor. Somebody say divine favor. It is one thing to work. It's another thing for you to be shown favor. The children of Israel had been in captivity in Egypt for over 400 years. And they had been working uh, technically and, and, and not, not being treated well. But when the time of their deliverance came, in Exodus 3.21, the Bible says, And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it shall be when you go that you shall not go empty-handed. It is paid time. It shall be when you go that you will not go empty-handed. Divine favor is the cure for emptiness. Exodus 12.36 says, Thank you Lord. Exodus 12.36 He says, And the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, so they granted them what they requested, thus they plundered the Egyptians. If you've been working for 400 years without pay, that's a lot of back pay. <laughs> God said today is payday. Go and ask for whatever you want. And the Bible says that, that God gave the children of Israel favor in the eyes of the Egyptians. That they give them whatever they ask for. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But you see, the God had a plan. Really, what they were asking for, he wanted them to later on use it for worship, give it back to him for worship. They did not use it the right way. They built an idol out of it in the wilderness. That's, that wasn't God's plan. 
But in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, whatever is due you in this season, may it be released to you in Jesus' mighty name. You, you can provoke and enjoy divine favor through your giving. Notice what the Bible says in Psalm 45 verse 12. Psalm 45 verse 12. Thank you Lord. Psalm 45 verse 12. It says, And the daughter of Ty will come with a gift. The rich among the people will seek your favor. They will come with a gift and favor will be released. You see, all people and go after the things of God. Always. They will make it. In Psalm 102 verse 13. Psalm 102 verse 13. He says. You will arise and have mercy on Zion. For the time to favor her. Yes the set time has come. For your servant take pleasure in her stones. And show favor to her dust. So the nations shall fear the name of the Lord. And the, all the kings of the earth your glory. The Lord will arise and have mercy on Zion. The time to favor her has come. Why? Because your servant take pleasure in your souls. You see, Zion is a type of the church. People that favor God's cause in the earth enjoy the favor of God. The examples that we give, all these people, Gutenberg, Faraday, all these people, they, they love the Lord. If you are a student making decisions, even for concerning what you should do, I pray may God give you the wisdom, the right causes to do. Does that, that Michael Faraday, I still remember him, Faraday Constant. <laughs> and all the equations, my Lord. <laughs> but he said that your servant favor, they take pleasure in her stones and show favor to her dust. Lord, everything that concerns your church, everything that concerns your kingdom, that is what I'm interested in. You will enjoy divine favor in Jesus' mighty name. I said you will enjoy divine favor in the mighty name of Jesus. Anything that you may have lost in this season, in Jesus' mighty name, may the favor of God cause it to be restored in Jesus' name. Four. God blesses us through the works of our hands. Through the works of our hands. Psalm chapter 1. Thank you Lord. Psalm chapter 1. Verse 1 says. Blessed is the man. Who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Nor stands in the path of sinners. Nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaves also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Hallelujah. 
But he tells you the steps. The man is blessed. He walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but he delights, delights, delights in the law of the Lord. He meditates in it day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. He will bring forth his fruit in his season. His fruit, his leaf will not wither. When you are planted by that river, when the dry season comes, you wouldn't know it. Whatever he does shall prosper. Even if he's flipping beggars, he will prosper. <laughs> Whatever he, if he's a lawyer, he will prosper. If he's an engineer, he will prosper. Teacher will prosper. Accountant will prosper. Whatsoever he does shall prosper. Doctor will prosper. We are getting to that place again where the church will be ruling in all areas of life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Student will be at the top of the class. I see you prospering in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. He, but in order that he says that whatever he does, so he blesses the work of our hands, so he's doing something. In Matthew 20, Jesus spoke against idleness. Some, some people, he sent some people to go and work and he was talking about that, that, that parable. And when he came back, some people at the late hour, they were standing there idle. They said, no, no, go into the field and work. And when they came back, they got the same wages as the people who had been working started at the beginning. But the point there is, for this, as for this lesson is he's against idleness. He doesn't bless idleness. He says, whatever he does, whatever he does, whatever he does, he shall prosper. So he blesses us through the works of our hands. I see the works of your hands being blessed in the mighty name. Of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Proverbs 14.23 says, In all labor there is profit, but idle chatter only leads to poverty. In all labor there is profit, but just babbling around uh, leads to poverty. That's the quickest way to get there. So God doesn't bless idleness. Amen. My God. Five. God blesses us through divine giftings. He blesses us with gifts, abilities, talents. For instance, in for instance, with Joseph in Genesis chapter 49, God gave him wisdom that put him in charge uh, of the resources of Egypt. That's a gift. Amen. May it be released. May the gift and the talent that God has given us May we use it for his glory in Jesus' name. Amen. And then, through the words of our mouth. You, see, you, can't, talk, you can't keep talking uh, the, the, the news and the current situation and make it. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 20, uh, he talks about the fact that uh, death and life 
are in the power of the tongue. He says, a man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips he shall be filled. Proverbs 18.20 A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips he shall be filled. 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. A man's stomach will be filled from the fruit of his mouth. Not from the fruit of the other person's mouth. <laughs> from the produce of his lips, he shall be filled. You remember we started, I like how the Spirit of God does. We are back where in the beginning, again, when we were talking about Noah. He said there won't be a flood that will wipe out everyone. No, no, no. Everybody has to decide. <laughs> from the fruit of his mouth. Of his lips. In Ecclesiastes chapter 5. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 6. He says. Do not let your mouth cause your flesh to sin. Nor save before the messenger of God that it was an error. Why should God be angry at your excuse and destroy the work of your hands? Don't let your mouth cause your flesh to sin. Nor say before the messenger of God or before the angel of God it was an error. You see, the angels are standing around you. Don't have time to go into it. But the angels of God are standing around you in, in, in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14. They are messengers sent to minister for us who are heirs of salvation. They are standing around you. They are waiting for words. They hearken to the word of God in our mouth. So if you say the wrong thing, uh, don't, don't say no, don't say the wrong thing. <laughs> don't cause your mouth, don't let your mouth cause your flesh to sin. In Numbers chapter 14, verse 28, notice, notice this. Uh, this is so crucial. These are crucial things. The people of Israel kept complaining. When they went to spy out the land and came, uh, they said, no, 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 no. I mean, to summarize it, God is a mean God. He's brought us into this wilderness to kill us. He's not taking us to any promised land. All, the, all those promises, forget about them. No, no, memory and all these things. He said, our children are going to die in the wilderness. They are going to die in the wilderness. Notice God's response to them in Numbers 14, 28. He says, say to them, as I live, says the Lord, just as you have spoken in my hearing, so would I do to you. The curses of you who have complained against me shall fall in this wilderness. All of you who were numbered according to your entire number from 20 years old and above. What you said is what is going to happen. So stop thinking scarcity. Stop thinking impossibility. 
Stop thinking hardship and begin to now focus on the goodness of God. Begin to focus on the goodness of God. Begin to focus on God and his ability to provide for you and to take care of you. You see, your thoughts, the Bible says in Proverbs 23, 7, that as a man thinketh, or as a person thinks, so is he. And then he goes on to say in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Notice this. This is, this is Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. He says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask, all think according to the power that works in us. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. So what you think God can do according to what you think. So what are you feeding yourself with? Is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above. Oh, in the mighty name of Jesus, in this season, God will surprise somebody. Amen. I said God will surprise somebody. I said God will surprise somebody. So pray the prayer that the psalmist of old prayed in, 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 in Psalm 19 verse 14. He says, let the words, that's a good prayer, of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation and my thinking processes be acceptable to you, O God. Let it be acceptable in your sight. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God will surprise somebody in this season. I said God will surprise somebody in this season. I said God will surprise somebody in this season. He will do more than you can ask. Or think. And then seven, he blesses us with things that even money cannot buy. Blesses us with things that money cannot buy. He meets all our needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 15 to 19. Uh, you, you see, uh, one medical report potentially can wipe somebody's whole savings. So, good health, enjoying good health is a blessing from the Lord. Having peace in your home, in your life, protection. Uh, how, how much money can you pay 
for God, I mean, for God's protection. No, no. Those are things that money cannot buy. When you are protected from that accident, sometimes we also have to be grateful. Sometimes we thank God after we have received things, but we also have to thank God for the things that could have happened that did not happen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that may God's protection be yours in this season. That the things that you might not realize that God is protecting you from. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The almighty God will be your defense. I said the almighty God will be your defense. I said the almighty God will be your defense. I said the almighty God will be your defense. I said the almighty God will be your defense. Oh my Lord and my God. We are in for the best of times. I, I, you see, the, the, the covenant of God, and is it, when it gets dark, that's when the light shines brighter. The covenant of God works best uh, in, in dark times. I'm so excited that I am alive today. I'm so excited that I was born for such a time as this. Medicare said to Esther, who knows that you've come into the kingdom for such a time as this? If I was living in Esther's time, I wouldn't know what I would do in Esther's day. I don't know. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is my day. This is our time. And we will shine brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. What a day to be alive. The world doesn't know what to do. The answer is in the church. The answer is in the word of God. And sooner or later, they will come and ask us. And say, why are you people still making it? Why do you still have joy and peace and a smile on your face? And things are going well. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, even as the power of God sustained Noah and his family through all the flood, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I see you will be sustained in Jesus' mighty name. You and your household will be sustained in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. God will be your defense. He will defend you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Job chapter 22. Oh, I want to read all of it. But let's wrap up with that. Job 22. I read it from the classic King James. I like it from the classic King James. He says, Acquaint now yourself or thyself or yourself with, with him. With who? With God. And be at peace. Thereby good shall come unto thee. Receive, I pray thee, the Lord from his mouth. He's talking about the covenant. And lay up his words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you shall be built up. Job 22 from verse 21. And now we have verse 23. 
Thou shalt put away iniquity far from thy tabernacles. Then thou shalt lay up gold as dust, and the gold of Ophir as the stones of the brook. Yea, the Almighty shall be thy defense. He shall be your defense against inflation. And you will have plenty of silver. Then thou shalt have thy delight in the Almighty and shall lift up thy face unto, the, unto God. You shall make thy prayer unto him and he shall hear thee. And thou shalt pay thy vows. Your giving can be a defense against the current crisis. Job was serving the Lord through his giving and his lifestyle and he became a defense. You see, all these patriarchs, we, we stated about it. it did you ever, have you, did you ever, I mean, ever read in the Bible where Abraham was sick? No, no. Isaac? No. Jacob? No. Job? His trial, our Bible tellers tell us, was lasted about nine months. At the end of it all, God restored double what he had lost. The Almighty will be your defense. I said the Almighty will be your defense. I said the Almighty will be your defense. But you see, delight in the Lord. Delight in the Lord. Lay up his words in your heart. Then all these other ones, gold, silver, all these other things. They follow. Let what God is interested be interested in be what you are interested in. I see somebody making it. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so excited. You see, it, it, peace will be yours. Church, we are the ones with the answers. I said we are the ones with the answers. Walk confidently tomorrow when you wake up. At work. Walk, walk into the workplace with your shoulder high. You are, the Bible calls you the light of the world. It may be dark out there, but you are there to shine. You will shine in Jesus' name. I said you will shine in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. I've talked long enough. We'll continue next week. My God. Isn't it so good? We're just sitting in God's presence and being fed with his word. Thank you, Lord. Let's rise to our feet, please. Thank you, Lord. Those online, thank you, Lord. Wherever you may be. My God, thank you, Lord. God is a good God. Let's thank God for his goodness and his mercy. Let's thank God for his goodness and his mercies. Oh, let's give him the praise. Thank you, Lord. Let's give him the praise. Let's give him the glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535. 